Hello there and welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Sarah from Sarah Faruya Coaching and this is the Legends Podcast. I believe there are many, many ways to lead a life and everybody has stories and I want to tell them and share them. These legends are a collection of people who I have found during my 20 years in Tokyo and before. All of them are brilliant people. And when I became bored with reading another billionaire's biography, I thought I want to tell the stories of the people who I meet who are absolutely fascinating, but you won't see on your regular podcast interview. They have overcome obstacles, both systemic and internal, and we cover all kinds of things from creativity, grief, racism, business, disaster, loss, trolling, infertility, farming, eating disorder, eco-feminism, and more. We have elite athletes, people who live on Zen temples in remote parts of Japan, BBC newscaster to Taekwondo champion. Please enjoy these amazing stories from what they've overcome, from what they've built, from what they've created, from the way that they talk. I'm just delighted thinking about it. So please get stuck in and enjoy this next legend. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Legends series. It is September 2020, and we are in, I think, month seven of the coronavirus COVID lockdown, whenever you're watching this. But here in Japan, we have quite a, quite a relaxed lockdown at the moment. We're just heading into autumn here in Japan. Um, as you know, I love people's stories, and I believe that everybody has stories there are many, many ways to lead a life. And today I am talking to the wonderful May Sawada. Hi, May. Hi. <laughs> I'm really interested in understanding things from all generations as well. And May, it's so far is my youngest person who uh, I'm interviewing. So that's absolutely thrilling. And I want to tell you a little bit about her. And P.S., you may notice that her surname is the same as my number two. Uh, legend from last year, Lindsay Sawada. So if you haven't listened or watched that, go back and go and watch her mums and you can make the connection between their two stories. So today we are talking to May and May is a really interesting uh, woman. Two years ago, after she finished middle school, she decided to drop out of regular school and go to a special school where she could get her GED, a high school diploma, and completely focus her life on her circus skills. May is an elite athlete. She studied at the circus school in Montreal, Canada, and was lined up, and I still think this might happen, to maybe join the Cirque du Soleil, but that's the level at which she's playing. And I find this really, really interesting because I always watch those Cirque du Soleil things and think, who does that? <laughs> Ta-da, it's May. May is one of the people who does this. Um, so she left school in November, having got her high school certificate, and, and now is working in the brand new Adidas store in Shibuya, Tokyo. Um, her mom is English, her dad is Japanese, and we're going to hear all about her background now. So May, why don't you start and tell us all about your background, your ancestry, and your personal history? Well, where should I start? <laughs> person so mm -hmm. I could not sit down like I could not study and I like 
I've always been like moving around like since one my dad took me to like skiing and then we went skiing together and well I don't know I've always loved sports yeah thing and yeah well tell us a bit about your dad and your family tell us about your mum and dad and your family and what what it means to you to be from these two different uh, cultures or two different backgrounds well um first um the email that you sent me um he said how is it being bilingual mm. and i thought well i don't really know because i've never been right what one like one culture mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so, how do you think it's influenced you then? This, uh, you know, you've got your you've got your English line. Why don't you tell me about your English line? My English line. Yeah. Um. My English line. Mm. <laughs> I. I've started training a lot, so we haven't been back for a long time. Uh huh. What I remember is like we we went for Christmas and mm -hmm. then we carried this massive tree back to my nana's house. Yeah. And then we nearly got like um what you uh, what you say uh <laughs> because we were carrying this massive tree and then we didn't even see where we we're going. Yeah. And that was really fun and ah. Uh, well, my Nana is a really big supporter of my work, work, what I'm doing. She's a big supporter. Yeah. Mm hmm And once she came to Canada with me. Did and she? Yeah. Um, when I went to this circus camp thing, mm -hmm. it was two weeks, and she came to Montreal and stayed with my mum while I was training, and then after the circus training finished um mm -hmm. we went to like loads of places and then went for dinner and <laughs> she was like oh i'm so proud of you oh. yeah and what does but, their support mean to you well it means a lot because um If I don't have support, I don't think I would be. How do you say that? Uh, you wouldn't be where you are today. Yeah. Yeah, you need their support to 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 get you to where you are today. Yeah. So your your nan, your grandma on that side, on the English side, she's a massive supporter of you, and you are, um, and your mum's a big supporter as well. And your dad obviously has been a big supporter as well. So yeah. why don't you tell me about the Japanese side of the family? Where are they from? What's what's their kind of? What's so the, yeah. my Obachan, grandma. Yes. And my dad lived in America for a bit, and then they came back, and then they lived in Japan from like when they came back. Mm -hmm. to the, like all the time. And then my dad's been really a uh, very very active person. Mm -hmm. He's been doing like karate and mm. 
like football and all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, I think that got passed along to me. And what's the what's the active things on your mum's side? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, she's a yoga teacher, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Zumba. <laughs> she used to be a Zumba teacher. Yeah. 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 And a dancer yeah. when she was young. Yeah. She was, I think she did ballet for a bit. Yeah. She loved it, but she quit. And then when she came, like, became older and then she wanted to do yoga. Mm-hmm. But I was already training from there, so... Great. Yeah, like I think she passed along the dancing side. Right. Mm -hmm. So you've got this really active football and karate from your dad's side, <laughs> and you've got this like um, the dance, the yoga, the kind of body movement stuff yeah. from the mum's side, and this has been put into you with all this encouragement down the line. So, because I know a little bit about your family and also have met your grandma Obachan, yeah. which is what uh, Obachan means grandma in Japanese. Um, you live in a three generations house, right? Yes. Yeah. So tell me, I've met your grandma and I really like her and she speaks really nice <laughs> English as well because she used to speak, she used to live in America. Um, she's really interesting. Um, <laughs> tell me a bit about your grandma and how she encourages you as well, your Obachan. Hmm. Well, she loves to chat. So yeah. we're always chatting and she's like, Toshido, like, how are you today? Yeah. He comes to um, all of my happy uh, performances. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And she, of course, is a massive supporter too. Mm hmm. Uh, she loves watching, like, the videos that I took from my classes, my, like, happy uh, performances. Yes. Like, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm getting this, this, I'm starting to see this kind of picture of this really well supported by two different generations. You've got all this love and support to, to really bring you forward into your, into your genius, into the thing that you love the most. And it takes a great deal of dedication to be an elite athlete at your level. So it's so, it's really important this. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you also, uh, so I understand at the moment that you are, uh, your family is undergoing a big change right now. <laughs> Tell yeah. me about that. Um, so we're building a new house. Mm -hmm. And we, like, the old house that we lived in was, like, from my dad's childhood house. Huh. So that is a big change. So we're in, like, a new, like, tiny apartment. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, one floor, well, no, two floor, like house. Yes. And yeah, it's all knocked down right now. And I think it's start, like st they start building it from tomorrow or today or something. Mm. And how's so, that transition going for you? Well, it's 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 good. It's I I need to get used to the new house. Mm -hmm. Like, it's quite far from the station that mm -hmm. we, like, uh, 
place that we lived in before was more, much closer. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit Taihen, a uh, bit. My English is <laughs> <laughs> that's completely fine we love it there's it's fine I could do a little bit of translation for you I think this is really charming to hear the mix of English and Japanese and for anybody who's listening to this this is quite normal in our daily lives when we live somewhere else is that we mix up a uh, bit different bits of Japanese and English all the time in our in our in our daily lives um, so um, when you say it's Thai hen, what I think you mean is it's just a bit of a pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not as easy as being like five minutes walk from the station. You have to think about things a bit yeah. more, right? Yeah, I just moved to the seaside and I'm 15 minutes walk from the station now. So you just have to think about things a bit yeah. more like uh, all distances are a bit like the nearest convenience store is 10 minutes away, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I completely relate to you. So you, so your childhood home, so it's your, your dad's childhood home. It's the only home you've ever known. And yeah. you lived in a three generation house and that's the only thing you've ever known as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I, if I say to you what, do you, what do you like about living in a three generation house? Well, what do I like about it? It's really like, do you call it authentic? Yeah. Like, yeah, I like that about it. Yeah. It has like a little newer, like it's not really little, it's quite big, but like we have like all this massive trees. Yes. It it grows um, sakura. Mm -hmm. So that's really pretty to look at when it's like the season, when the season comes. Yeah. And you can, you get to pick plums. Oh, yeah. And then we can make umejusu, which is like a... Plum juice. Plum juice, yes. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. And so there's this kind of sense of, of culture and yeah. of, of um, things that are really native to Japan, like so the plums, yeah. the cherry blossom, the, 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 um, uh, the, the pine tree over the front door, all these kinds of things in that house. And of course, if somebody's listening from, uh, from, from different countries, Certainly in my uh, in my family, we didn't do uh, three generations living in one house. So we didn't have like grandma. So some families did, but it's less and less common now. So what did you like about living with uh, parents and grandma? Well, I've always been living with them, so I don't really know what um, it's like without them. Yeah. Because they're not really like, Make a comparison. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. It's really fun. There's always someone in the house. Yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff. There's always food. There's, there's always someone to talk to. Yeah. That's really nice to have when you get home. And will grandma move back in with you when you when the yes. new house is built? Yeah. She's living with her one-chan, her sister. Mm-hmm. Right now. But she'll come back when the house is built. How old is your grandma? Do you know? 80. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she's still super active, right? Mm-hmm. She's super active. She rides a bicycle by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She goes to the supermarket really like with her bicycle and she's like, Kati, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's really active. So do you think that some of that, that, that you've got some of that through her as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
Awesome. Great. So, so you, you used to go skiing when you were younger. What else did you do sports wise when you were young? Uh, I did a little gymnastics, but that was like really short period. Uh-huh. And then I started again. Yeah. And I used to do swimming mm -hmm. for seven years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And a little ballet, but the teacher was a bit scary. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ballet teachers can be very scary. I can remember. I, I, I quit ballet because the teacher was uh, mean to me one day as well. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. Very scary. I couldn't handle it. So I yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I started all those things again. Yeah. And what else did I do? I love running around, running around. I've always been active. Yeah, so you were this super active kid from these super active parents with the super active grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you like at school? How was school? So you, you went through the Japanese school system, right? Not the international school system. Yeah. And again, just for anybody who's listening who doesn't have the same context as May and I, Sometimes when people have um, two parents uh, from different backgrounds, they go to an international school. Or if you're living in this, you live, if you are um, two non-Japanese living in Japan or in a different country, then you would be uh, often send your kids to international school. Or some people choose to send their kids to Japanese school or local school up until a certain point. And then when it comes to middle school or high school, they'll send them on to Jap international school then. It just depends. So tell me about your school journey. So my Ochi-chan is grandpa, mm -hmm. and my dad went to the same school as me. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Shoga uh, Yochen, so preschool. Yeah. To Taigaku, um, University. University. Yes. Yeah. But I chose to stay until uh, middle school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've so I didn't really like studying because I like moving a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I could not sit down. Uh, how did yeah. that influence you? Like, how did your teachers cope with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't a terrible kid, I think. No, no, no. <laughs> so I could study, but like the teachers were also supportive. So when I had to like leave early, they were like, yeah, so gambate renshu means do your best, go practice. Yeah. 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 So they were behind you. That's yeah. lovely. Love this. I didn't like studying because I loved moving around. I, I understand as well. Like I wasn't like a super active kid, but I was very um I would get things finished quickly and then get a bit bored. So I was always I was the chatty one. I was also kind of moving a lot, but like just in my seat. Um and all my reports used to say talks too much and <laughs> distracts others. <laughs> because I just, yeah. you know, you just, it was hard for me to concentrate for that long on things that I'd kind of was bored yeah. of. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. Like when I did my English classes, it, I was always the one that finished first. Yeah. And my teacher was like, oh, I've done all, did you finish already? And yeah. like, I was like, yeah. And then she gave me the hard stuff, like the ick and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The special test, that's this test for, um, English test for kids and yeah. people, yeah, good, good. Um, so what were, so what was your school life like? Did you enjoy school or, you know, I know you chose uh, to, you chose to 
to quit at a certain point, but we'll come to that later. I'm just like trying to build a picture of what you, what you were like and what your experience was like at school. Did people find you quite curious? from the preschool that I went to yeah so we always knew each other mm -hmm. like she's bilingual she's something she's something she's something and like I hear a lot of people talk about how they hate being bilingual but I like they my friends say that I've always been like what's I'm sorry, I don't know how to translate that, otherwise I would try and translate it. Been like, you're not fully Japanese, so you're, you don't understand, or you're not fully English, or you don't understand. Like, my friends have been, like, through that, but I've never been through that. Okay. And, yeah. So... Yeah, I've had a, like, good school life. Great. So your so, friends just took you as you are? Yeah. And, yeah, we, we've always been together, so I guess there's no, like, what do you call it, like, fighting? Or no, no, nothing really. unusual. Wonderful. And it's interesting because you said you, you went to the same you went to the same school as your dad and your granddad because mm -hmm. all that that house that you're just rebuilding now that's the family land right yeah so this is another quite another thing that is quite it's not unusual for you but your your cousins live like on the same land right but in a different yeah. house like mm -hmm. ten, five meters away yeah. and so that's that's quite curious for some people i think to to <laughs> to get that so how did you enjoy growing up next to your cousins too what was that like yeah. um we we played together always when we were little yeah and we went for dinner he came over i went over and yeah that was really fun but when i started training we like we didn't lose in like we didn't do that as much right so when you hit like your kind of teen years or something, you, yeah. that's quite normal, isn't it? I yeah. think but at that point you kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite normal, quite normal. Okay, May, so you had this really active, two really active and athletic parents. And then at some point, and you were super active as a child as well. <laughs> and then at some point you decided that you wanted to be an elite athlete. When was that time? When was that point when you decided that? Well, um, I started from when I was nine. Nine. I instantly thought, when I went to the studio the first time, I instantly thought, um, I want to do this for a long time. I want to do this for a job. Which studio? Uh, the Kinshjo one, so the Aerial studio. Aerial. And what's Aerial? <laughs> Is that the silks? That... Yeah, the silks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are the ones that you see people kind of spinning around on and everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. And I've been doing that since eight and then until 
elementary school. Uh-huh. I was doing it for a naraigoto, so like, um, I was just doing it for fun. Just for a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your and after school then, activities. Yeah. And then from Chugako, uh, middle school, mm-hmm. I decided that I want this as a job. Mm-hmm. I want to do this for And from the second year of middle school, I started training a lot. So, like, five days a week mm-hmm. of training. Yeah. And then last, no, no, no. The last year of middle school, my teacher was like, what do you want to do for your job? And like, how do you want to suzukeru? Like, continue this as your, what do you call it, life? Yes. Yeah, and then I said, I want to go to Cirque du Soleil and I will train hard, so can you help me? And we had like a chat and then I started to like feel really strong about like how I wanted to become a performer. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested. So this is for, for our listeners as well. And as a coach, I'm always encouraging people to follow that feeling, whatever mm-hmm. that is. So, so you've just mentioned it three times there, this feeling where yeah. you walked into this studio in Kinshicho, which is North of Tokyo. And, um, you, you felt like, whoa, this is, this is it. This is how we get into mm-hmm. a zone of genius. And then in middle school, you thought, I want to do this for my job. I want to join the Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. And then again, when your teacher asked you again, you had this strong feeling, mm-hmm. describe this feeling to me. Like, how did you feel when, when you like, you were nine and you walked into this place and you thought, this is what I want. Cause I would love people who are listening to kind of understand what that feeling is. I feel that feeling when I'm coaching. Mm-hmm. I feel that feeling when I'm running retreats. I feel that feeling when I'm interviewing people as well. It's like, oh, I just love this so much. It doesn't feel like work, you know? Yeah, it feels, it feels like, um, you know, when you're in a race and then you, you're waiting for the like sound to like run. It yeah. feels like, it feels exciting. It feels, feels scary, but you love it at the same time. Oh, I love that description. So it's that feeling of when you're just waiting for the starting gun. Yeah. That kind of like oh, that exciting yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. And you felt that all those occasions. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So when the, so this teacher asked you what you wanted to do in the future when you're in middle mm-hmm. school, what happens next then? Because you actually, I mean, I mentioned this earlier, you decided to drop out of regular school mm-hmm. and go into this kind of special, what would you yeah. Like a special cram school so that you didn't have mm-hmm. to attend school all day something like this so tell me more yeah. about this decision um so the second year of middle school um i started thinking about what school i should go to and how i'm going to like deal with the school stuff because i didn't really want to go to school i just wanted to train and do what i love like and then I started searching for dance schools, like a uh, professional semmon, how do you say it in English? 
they yeah, like a specialist dance school yeah like drama school or a dance yeah. school where you could full-time be yeah being alongside that got it mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then but my teacher was like how about just like taking the e ged mm -hmm. and then like my senpai my senior your senpai yeah. like your mentor yeah my mentor was took the ged program and then she was like how about you do this instead of going to a dance school or like a semmon gakko mm -hmm. and i was like oh yeah i should do that <laughs> and then i decided to drop out of school and then do the ged such an, I like the way you just say that, like matter-of-factly, I just decided to drop out. <laughs> it's like, wow, I mean, this is yeah. a big decision. I think people are very scared of decisions like mm. this. And, you know, it seems quite scandalous. And I think for parents yeah. as well, you know, yep. quite... Ujichan and yeah. dad went to the same school and he was quite surprised that I wasn't going to okay. this school. Uh -huh. But he was quite proud of me. He was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love it. So that proud of you, that support from parents is so, mm -hmm. so important. If somebody wants to be an elite yeah. in something like this as well, mm -hmm. it's a thing that's running through everything you're telling me. So it's, it's really wonderful to understand that. And I think mm -hmm. that, you know, for those of us who aren't parents as well, we have to give that to ourselves, to our partners, mm -hmm. to our, to our friends and encourage them to, to do the, to live that to live life in different ways mm -hmm. as well that's that's something i feel really strongly about because this is such a big decision and a lot of parents will be really scared of mm. a decision like that and might even just say no 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 you, you need to stay in normal mm. um so so this is so this is really interesting so now i want to get into some detail mate so mm -hmm. what does so, so you drop out of school you start doing this kind of um uh, it, it's a part-time school right mm -hmm. where you just study, yeah. just study for the ged nothing mm -hmm. else just so you can pass it. What does a week in May, Sawada's life look like from now when you're just training and training and training and training to be this elite? Mm -hmm. A week, how does it look? Um, well, I do five days a week for training mm -hmm. and then take two days off so yeah. I can maintain my body, like have some fun with my friends and that kind of stuff like shopping and da 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 and yeah i normally train like four hours four hours a day for those yeah. five days yeah but on wednesdays i train like from three till nine so how many is that six hours yeah six hours mm -hmm. wow okay and what does so tell me about that four hours so describe like so you get up at what time and then what kind of i mean i guess you have to regulate your food and your yeah. eating because mm -hmm. you need to eat extra because you're so mm -hmm. active but also you shouldn't eat too much because then that'll stop you from yeah. being able to do the mm -hmm. things properly it's like physics yeah. <laughs> you know so tell it's me about cool. like mm -hmm. i'm just so fascinated by this because <laughs> i've never been in it i mean you know i used to play sports yeah. competitively and things like that mm -hmm. but I was never I was always an amateur mm -hmm. I never had my eyes on the <laughs> you know yeah so um, your day um well I usually come home really late like 12 before 12 mm -hmm. because of the long hour training mm -hmm. so 
I like to sleep a lot, so I usually get up at like nine yeah. or eight thirty. Yeah. Yeah, and then I get up, eat some breakfast, and then like do some phone time, like like do what I want to do, and then I go out the house about twelve, mm-hmm. and then go to training or leave the house at like noon and then go to training mm-hmm. and then I kind of stretch a bit and like tell the teacher where it, like if I'm hurting my shoulder I can't do this and that and then she'll say what to do and then I kind of fix that a bit and then I do some kintore which is like like push-ups and pull-ups and uh, so training. yeah training yeah. core training muscle training mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah. and so then that kind of kata as well like yeah that you just have to do just the straightforward like it's not all yeah. spinning around on silks you have to yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay and then i go on to the skills so if it's a silk class i do the silks and then if i have gymnastics i do gymnastics and then before that if i'm it, everything's different so if i have a gymnastics class i have to do this kintore or stretching right if i have to do the silks i have to do what i need to do for like the uh routine mm-hmm. and then like stretching and kintore and what else do I do? If I just have a stretch class, I don't do any kintore because the muscles will get tense. So it's a bit taihen. Mm-hmm. Bit, hmm. And for ballet, I usually like don't do anything before. I just do stretching and then I just let the teacher say like you have to uh, keep your upper body higher or lower or she do, she does the adjustments right yeah um yeah for like eating and stuff mm-hmm. i had a bit of a problem this year because we have to um look like not slim but like uh what do you call it like if you're overweight it doesn't look pretty okay yeah my teacher says that and this corona thing i was like we did we couldn't uh train Mm. so i was like eating because of boredom Mm. and then i reached my like highest uh weight level Mm -hmm. then my teacher was like "Uh uh-uh you can't do this. So I've lost five kilos from them. Then mm-hmm. I'm still losing weight. But um, eating, I love to eat. So I have to be really careful. Right. And if I like eat a lot of snacks or like junky food, it'll go up really quickly. So yeah, I'm being careful right now of what I've eaten and like drink and stuff. Yeah, and I mean it's worth mentioning that this is your this is your profession, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's incredibly important that you regulate your body size yeah. because 
it's your profession mm -hmm. and because this is what's expected yeah. how do you cope with this constant feedback loop i mean you know so many people are afraid of being criticized me mm -hmm. included and a lot of my clients are just so afraid of being criticized yeah. but every single day you have to adjust mm -hmm. you're constantly being told okay you need to you need to reduce your body mm -hmm. size or that you need to you know adjust your head or your you know your yeah. like all the time like it, mm -hmm. it's an awful lot of humility or do you just do you welcome it how do you how do you manage this constant feedback loop uh well first you have to get used to it yeah just get used to it yeah, yeah. but you have to have an open mind so mm -hmm. this person thinks that so you have to like keep an open mind like how do you say it? um like everyone has a different opinion so yeah. you have to like soak it in and then try it your own way wow love that i just got goosebumps <laughs> uh soak it in and do it your own way because i guess these are the experts right these people yeah who feedback mm -hmm. are experts so you so, take it in yeah. soak it in Keep an open mind. Yeah. Don't take and, it personally, maybe. Yeah, don't take it personally because if you take it personally, you'll just kind of like feel blue and like, oh, she yeah. said that to me, so I I have to do it now. Like, if you keep a negative like mindset, you aren't able to like continue. So yeah. you just have to keep an open mind and think that ah, oh, this person has this opinion, so you just have to like think another way like to turn it into your own thing i love it what's well, absolutely brilliant advice because yeah it's just all information right it's all yeah. information that you just yeah. soak up mm -hmm. brilliant and keep yeah. it in mind um how do you stay positive then how do you stay positive and motivated especially in this corona when you haven't been able to get to the studios are you back in the studio now yeah fantastic oh, i think i've seen you with your mask on, on the <laughs> yeah <laughs> and well i just love it so you, yeah. you don't like you don't i don't have any like oh, i have to do this so like i don't really have a negative mindset about things yeah but like my mum is really funny so like she cracks up jokes that isn't even funny but it's <laughs> it kind of gets funny because it's not funny do you, yeah. you understand yeah and she keeps me positive so i guess my mum's a big yeah a big supporter of you supporter, yeah so so what's gonna happen next so that's I, I absolutely love that i think that's the gem of this this whole this whole conversation the gem. i mean we, we've heard about all this support you have from around you and having this like fun mom and mm -hmm. all these all these people who've influenced you and support you well what happens next for you like where do you go next i mean are you planning to so let me just get this right so you went to surf school in montreal mm -hmm. Thomas, right yeah twice mm -hmm. okay so tell me a little bit more about that and then tell me what's the plan okay so i went to montreal canada for two weeks in 2018 yes yes for summer camp so that's like a two-week training mm -hmm. and you get to do like 
all this different kind of stuff. So like hand balancing, you get to do tumbling, you get to do hand to hand, which is like you hand balance on someone else's hands and then you kind of balance on that. Um, <laughs> 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 You get to do tightwire, you, you get to do dance, you get to do like all this mus- like training. Mm-hmm. And what else can you do? You can do silks, you can do trapeze. What else? There's a lot of stuff. And then you get to do all that in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and then there's like a finale, you can show up like what you've been doing two weeks and then your parents can see what you've been doing and then you get you get to go home Mm -hmm. and then I went to Montreal twice Mm -hmm. and then I haven't been to Montreal this year because of corona because they weren't they were like I know we won't accept other countries so because of corona you might get corona so you can't come mm-hmm. and yeah and then the summer camp got cancelled because of corona so everyone couldn't go yeah that's it for the are at now yeah and so what's your career going to be in the future then so how are you going to start to do this professionally like where will you once corona's over where are you going to be performing where are you going to like dedicate your life to do you know so there's an audition on the 29th for the studio (gasps) and you get to perform at all these amazing people's concerts you get to like do everything and then i'm going to audition for that Mm -hmm. i if that goes well i think i would stay in Japan for a bit and then once this corona thing is over and then we can travel yeah I would love to go to Vegas and train there or I would love to go to England and train there or I would love to go anywhere yeah yeah and train with all this like other circus people and learn new things and like soak that like good energy and then and then like if I want to perform here I can perform here yeah like for now I just want to go abroad and yeah stuff because if I stay in Japan and I keep doing the same thing over and over again I don't hate that but I think I'd like to like learn new stuff yeah absolutely I think that's that's a really brilliant point yeah it's like it's not it's not yeah it's mm. you love japan but japan's quite small isn't it for um not not in size essentially but there's yeah there's opportunities here but if you go to somewhere like vegas you get to meet all these people from all mm. over the world these incredible performers and same if you go to london or something like that yeah. as well it's like you'll get in contact with so mm-hmm. many people what do you say soak up that good energy yeah yeah just be I, I i totally know you i just love being around <laughs> smart people my, my friend was here last night and we mm-hmm. just talk and we debate and we talk about things and it just it had some yeah. sleep and then i woke up feeling so good this morning you know it's just <laughs> yeah so great 
and her daughter was here as well and her daughter's 18 same as you so great so that's where you're going in the future how mm -hmm. exciting this interview will go on the 28th so i'm hoping that's going to be a much amount of good juju out there for you uh on the 29th thank um, you you're welcome so i just wanted to just jump quickly into your part-time job is it a part-time job or a yeah, full -time job? So tell me about this so i've started working at adidas yeah in Shibuya. It's so tell me about Miyashita Cohen first, because this is quite a new thing, right? Yeah, it was a park, but now it's like a shopping mall. Yeah. Shopping center. And there's this massive Adidas. It's a two-floored Adidas. There's like workout Adidas, there's originals, there's Stella McCartney, all that kind of stuff in like one store. And there's a rooftop and then you can hang there there's like grass there's like you, there's a skate park there's everything there's Starbucks and stuff mm -hmm. and it's massive it's it's so fun there and then I've started working last week yeah and then I can't really like go out yet because I haven't been trained enough but Next month, I think I'll be at the store, actually, not in the back, like, doing folding clothes and all that. But I think I'll be able to be in the actual store and helping out customers. So that will be fun. So currently, you're kind of an apprentice. Yeah. Doing all the, 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 the kind of wax on, wax off. Yeah. Wax yeah. on, wax off stuff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> To, to get yourself ready to go out in the front. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that, May, that you've been able to kind of marry your, you know, earn some money, get a job, learn that, how to be yeah. a professional, but also marry that with your love of sports and your love mm -hmm. of movements. And, um, oh, well, let's hope that Adidas sponsors you in the future. Are you sponsored? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. I, oh, weirdly, my friend who was here last night, mm -hmm. it's Angela. She, she, she was my... Uh, podcast before last mm -hmm. and she works at adidas oh really yes yes she's oh. their corporate uh social responsibility um manager there Ooh. yeah so i'll have to connect you <laughs> <laughs> um you. yeah so i'm all, i'm always trying to think well, how can i connect this <laughs> yeah tenor's always out how can i connect people <laughs> uh reel it in sarah reel it in <laughs> so yeah that's absolutely brilliant so may what do you think is your kind of how do you, what would you say is your kind of philosophy on life? How do you, what do you think is your philosophy on life? What would you tell your 15 year old self or your 10 year old self? Or what about a little girl or a little boy or anything in between who is thinking what they want to do in the future? What would your advice be? Uh, just have fun. Like don't do anything that you don't want to do. Like, of course you have to study, but like, you don't have to pressure yourself because mm -hmm. you won't use it in the future if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like just have fun because if you don't have fun, what's the point of doing it? Love it. And what would your advice be for somebody like me? Be same thing, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same thing. But like, I guess you know a lot more than I do. So no. <laughs> I know what I know and you know 100% yeah. you know so 
so yeah just like have fun because yeah well, one thing I'm taking from this is like to just really look after your body and move it as well. Oh, yeah. That's really important too, you know, especially as I'm, I, mm -hmm. I just turned 49 last week actually. And, uh, and, and I love it. I actually really enjoy getting older. It's mm. I feel like I kind of, <laughs> when I hit 40, I was like, Oh, yeah. finally I've arrived where I was supposed to be when I was born. <laughs> and, um, so, um, I'm really looking forward to turning 50 next year, but I just think that, I find it very inspiring listening to you talking about all this body movements <laughs> and and so on. Not that I'm going to stop being, a, you know, an athlete or anything <laughs> like that, but it's just it's just very very important. Yeah. It's so easy to let your yeah whole body slip away somehow, mm -hmm. and it's just a great reminder to keep it moving and have fun with yeah. it. As well, just have fun. Mm -hmm. Just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. If you if you move your body, you'll feel a hundred percent better. Yeah. like even if you don't like yeah like just like, stretching like that will like feel like much better yeah so yeah, yeah. keep on moving <laughs> love it love it may thank you so much thank I'm you so just much close out now i'm gonna wrap up so just stay with me while i wrap up okay. so Thank you everybody for listening or watching if you're watching this. Thank you, May, so much for um, coming and talking yeah. to me today. And thanks uh, to your mum for renting you out to me. <laughs> um, I just absolutely love this conversation. It's so different listening to somebody who's, who's, who's kind of starting their life's journey, if you like. Um, the, what I will be taking away from this is well, firstly, I really love the kind of bilingual aspect to this, that you were kind of mixing, we've been mixing Japanese and English yeah. and trying to translate. And for anybody who's listening or watching, you can see those kind of, this is how we lead our lives. We lead our lives in two kind of, well, for May, it's just very ordinary and normal to be doing this, this switch. Yeah. May, having moved here 19 years ago, it's I still, we, we still have to be quite, um, it's just really interesting. It's really interesting being bicultural and bi bilingual. Um, so I loved that. I loved all the mix up of the language. Um, but what the, the thread that I, that's running through this for me is the support, the support of the family, the, 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 the parents who are proud of you and who just encourage you to do what you want to do, even if it goes off the path that the family's been on before. The support of the grandparents, Living, uh, living together and having lots of contact with people um, when you're living in a three-generation household. Also, I just really love this about feedback is to just have an open mind. And this is a great mm. reminder for me because I hate getting feedback. <laughs> so, so, you know, just having an open mind and soaking it all in and keeping a positive mindset and understanding that you can, you soak it in and then you assimilate it to what you need and you make it your own. And I just absolutely love this is such a, a beautiful and brilliant kind of apprentice and master apprentice style, which is somehow typical of Japan in a way. There's always this kind of master apprentice style of um, watching, repeating, but then making it your own, but really honoring your honoring your lineage as well. So I, I, I love that too. And just having fun and doing what you love. I mean, this is such an unusual story. And so few people get to do this incredible elite circus work. And I've just really loved listening to you talking about how, you, how you've made your choices along the way, dropping out of school in order that you could dedicate yourself to four hours 
a day of training <laughs> educate yourself to you know eating in a way that maintains your body in the way that it needs to be maintained for your profession and that's a really frank conversation to have as well um about body shape and just being very aware that that's not for everybody mm. you know, i don't i don't need to look like a model because that's not my job <laughs> I don't need to regulate my weight because that's not my job, right? I understand that. But I also understand the benefits of having a having an active and well-functioning fun body too. So I, I I really I really enjoyed your your outlook, your your decision making, your dedication to the thing that you love, your working in your zone of genius all the time and how excited you are to be working at Adidas now and earning your own money. It's just been such a joy speaking to you, mate. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you so much. Okay. So everybody has stories and I want to tell them. There are many, many, many ways to lead a life and this is one of them. And so everybody have fun, keep moving. <laughs> And uh, I'll speak to you soon. And our next one will be out in two weeks time. This one will release on the 28th of September. And then two weeks later, I have another amazing woman lined up to speak to. But this person is from a completely different generation and a completely different life path. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everyone. Bye thank you so much for listening to this latest legend on the sarah Furuya legends podcast hop over to sarahfaruya.com where you can find the full complement of uh, legends interviews and conversations also you can like and subscribe over on itunes or wherever you find your podcasts i absolutely love these interviews and these conversations i have with these people i don't care about subscribers if i'm absolutely honest it just helps to get more people over to listen to these fantastic people. I cannot wait for my next interview. I really hope you can get stuck in and find some juice and some delightful little nugget of knowledge or encouragement from these that will help you to create your story and to take your story forward and to weave and dream up and high dream your own story. Buoyed up by the stories of these people, I would call them ordinary, they're not. But these people, these beautiful legends who I've selected to help you on your way and to help me on my way. So please enjoy, share, subscribe. My Facebook page is Sarah Faruya Coaching. My Instagram page is at Sarah Faruya Coaching too. So get into it. Thanks. Bye.